0: Okay, we're going to talk about the um, Hebden Bridge Open Studios weekend, which we went to, or part of it, and as luck would have it, we had our Australian friends Dennis and Bettina staying. They were already in love with Hebden Bridge from the few days they'd already stayed, but they just fell in love with the, um, the Open Studios. Everybody was so open and friendly, and the art was amazing. We started from our house at Dodnay's, then went to the Birchcliffe Centre where we saw Penny Hampson, who I used to know at Todd College. She worked there as an art teacher and uh, I used to take people from Royd Square because I was a support worker for people with learning disabilities and they did art classes there. So it was lovely to catch up with Penny and to see some of the work that she does. And the Birchcliffe Centre itself is like a work of art. It's a maze of rooms, all on different levels, and you think you're going nowhere, then suddenly it opens up. Amazing.
1: And you know, I've been there a few times, I've put gigs on there and everything, mm. but I've never been down into. The cellar before and discovered that the sense of pottery goes on in there
0: I know and when you come out of the cellar it, it's not underground it sort of comes out onto a different street from where you went in but yeah fantastic and then because we were at that end of town down Valley Road and then onto North Light gallery took Dennis and Bettina round while you talked to the artists. And Bettina was very keen to go into someone's house. She was fascinated to see that some of the studios were people's homes. She said, I know it's voyeuristic, but I just want to go in one. (laughs)
1: Which which we did.
0: Which we did, and she... Forgot the voyeurism bit and just fell in love with the art. There. Yes, well, more,
1: more of that more of that later. But, yes, I talked to a few of the artists. Put my head into a couple of little studios and I was amazed that uh, realize realised the first four I uh, went into were people I already knew from around and about, yeah. and generally. Uh, one I'd even worked with in the past. And one you'd worked with, yes. I believe. yeah, Toby. Yes, yeah. yes. Uh, anyway, there seemed to be a lot of... Um, Common themes from the artists. Basically, their, their designs are very much based on what's around them. Whether it's towns they visited, the local town, um, wildlife, the countryside, even clutter in people's houses. And um, you like Dan Myers?
0: I did. Yeah, he's um, he's got quite an unusual style, uh, which is to have. A sort of background, like like a shadow of other things that have happened before, or that are, you know, it could be landscape where there's now a building, and he draws both. Uh, but it rec- you know, highly recommended. Dennis loved him. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, it's work. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I <laughs> should say before Dennis gets back onto us, he's not Australian. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, friends from Australia who live in Australia. But Tina's Australian. Dennis yes.
1: is a Scouser. Indeed, and um, I don't. Uh, we'll have to find out if he's got an Australian sort of nationality. Probably has by now. He's been there for donkey's years. So maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he is Australian as well. Could be. Anyway, that's beside the point. Um, so. I went into some studios and spoke to some of the artists. Yeah. So, tell us, tell us who you are and what, what you do here.
2: Um, my name's Rachel Redd, and I've got a studio at North Lights. We're at North Lights at the moment, and it's our open studios. So, it's the time of year when we have a big studio tidy up, and people can actually walk into our studios
1: and have a look at things. So, so it's a lot tidier now than it was a few days ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Uh Uh (laughs) And so I can see it, but uh, the listener should, he or she exists, uh, can't. So what sort of stuff do you do, Rach?
2: Uh, Well, I do a mixture of things, but I do quite a lot of things about wildlife and wild species, maybe in their natural habitats. And Mm -hmm. I really like to, in a design style, I like to simplify things to their sort of most basic form because mm-hmm. it just it's just enjoyable uh, and so I do lino prints and screen prints mainly uh, but then I also do screen prints about places it's like a celebration of a place so I'll either place I know or I'll get more familiar with I'll find out the sort of crucial elements of that place so and that make that a design around them
1: yeah, yeah. So, and see Scarborough oh, they're greetings cards
2: uh, yeah but they come from the, uh, there's A3 screen prints mm-hmm. so I've got a, they start off as a screen print design I print it all and their editions are like 40 so it's a limited edition but then I've just I've just actually got new um, cards and notebooks made from those designs because well people like to have a little something or a card as well. and
1: it's quite I, yeah, the iconography is interesting as well Scarborough beach yeah. seagulls the whale bones at Whitby I can see yeah as well and uh, what's that saltburn
2: saltburn well I've, I've actually just got the railway on
1: that nice mm. right. I've, I've been to saltburn but I didn't notice the railway to be honest what is, is mm. the funicular oh the funicular one the, Cliff. Oh, right. Okay.
2: It's on the end of the pier, so it mm. kind of leads down. To the mm-hmm. pier. Yes. It's where all the fun of the fair is really.
1: Right. <laughs> I just went to uh, meet someone there and go to the pub. To oh right. There. So you probably didn't see that <laughs> <No>. after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there's quite a lot of different artists in here. To well, the yeah. first time I've been into this into the oh, studio. Welcome. Yeah. Nice to see you. So, uh, what other you know, what's uh, other things? Go uh, well, on here? there's a
2: whole there's. You know, a whole range of different practices. In fact, when people get studios, it's here. It's quite nice to have a, a range. You know, mm-hmm. so we don't want all painters, all printmakers, or just so. So there are some painters. There's some ceramicists People who get a studio and do bits and bobs. You know, mm-hmm. or there's some textile artists. So there's, uh, mm-hmm. it's there's a whole range of things.
1: It is, Molly. Well, yeah, I mean, the, and the some
2: people thing. make things to sell, and some people <coughs> make just to do to do things, you know, for their own creativity or something. So uh, that there's a range of that as well.
1: Yes, I thought so. I mean, yeah. with some friends who are over from Australia at the moment, and uh, Bettina was saying, "Do they get grants for this?" Mm. To which I said, "I don't know, but I, I know some people in here are professionals and yeah,
2: well, be, well and some... like myself, I like to set it up like a shop because that's how <laughs> I make um, at least part of my living. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess if you've got another job or you're retired, you could have a studio for your own pleasure. It's not a commercial.
1: Thanks, Rachel. Oh, I shall I wander off and uh, be yeah. nosy with somebody else in a moment. Really nice
2: to see
1: you. <laughs> so, going to another little studio. And you are?
3: I'm Emma. I'm Emma Hutchinson. And I, I kind of, I on Instagram, I'm Design. Mm-hmm. Line drawing, very delicate of nature and um, plants and all the, just all the nature and the countryside that's around us, just inspired yeah. by it.
1: Yes, I'm just looking we're just looking at our lovely our lovely dog yeah. there. Oh
3: I'm well, completely obsessed so, with dogs as well. So I, I, there's a I'm lot so
1: of, of dogs. <laughs> I'm sort of obsessed with Viv thinks I'm a real nerd. 'Cause I get sort of keen on what pen I use. Oh yes. I used to be a draftsman. Oh <laughs> did you, a, you used yes, to be a, a long, long time ago. Oh yes, I'm very so keen on my pens. What sort of pens are you using? So these using?
3: are uni pin and I normally use a 0.2 um mm-hmm. fine liner. Um and sometimes I like, like doing it in brown. I like browning a lot. Oh right. Awesome.
1: that's interesting. That's when I'm It's it's technical drawing rather than sort of artistic stuff that that you do. Mm -hmm. I like a 0.4 pen.
3: Oh, a 0.4. Better for
1: that kind of thing. I mean, 0.2 seems more appropriate for what you're doing.
3: 0.2 I really like working with. I found that I need to use 0.5 if I'm then turning my drawings into prints. Mm -hmm. it just needs to be a bit thicker. Yes. Um,
1: (laughs) And do you a bit nosy now do you yeah. sell much
3: um i'm starting to yeah mm-hmm. getting there
1: yes cause it's a quite yeah. reasonable price yeah. yeah 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 i'm um,
3: working on my next stage will be working on like cards and other things as well to sell so tea towels and mm-hmm. mugs so watch out for those
1: oh just uh just outside i think it's jane selling tea towels with maps on.
3: Yeah, they're beautiful. Because
1: so, mm-hmm. we're moving from Edinburgh to Todmorden. Oh, And they've okay. said, look, this one. Ordnance survey, Todmorden. Yeah. It was right next to a sign saying, half price tea towel, six quid.
3: Oh, great. So I said, so I'll buy this to, for you. Had to do it. Of course
1: it wasn't half yeah. price. So. Oh, that was a full <laughs> price. <title>. Well, you
3: <laughs> had to buy it then.
1: Yes, absolutely. That was really nice. Great. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh. I mean... Uh, Rachel around the corner saying she's, yeah. got, she's got one of Hebden Bridge and uses it when she goes out for a walk. So yeah. she'll be doing the same <laughs> yeah, thing. Exactly. Yeah. Although I don't think I'll be into, uh, using it as a detail for £12.50. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's a beautiful piece of art.
1: <laughs> yes, it is. It is. So, how long have you been here, Emma?
3: I've been here for maybe five years, hmm. four or five years. Yes.
1: yes. Yeah. Because we both Hello. worked in Bradford a we long time we ago. We did, we worked
3: at the university. Yeah. I know who yeah gave all that up mm. and followed my dream to be an artist and draw. Yeah.
1: Yes. And I did the same thing. So following yeah. my dream of becoming a music agent. Was great. Which was fun.
4: Perfect. Yeah.
1: Now I do very little except good podcasts. Good <laughs> yeah. Okay, thank you. And good to see you again. Yeah, it's as well, it's oh, head around the corner. Yeah. See it you. Yeah. Right. So so I've just wandered into another small studio. Which looks a bit different from a couple of the others. So, do you mind telling us who you are and what you do here? Sure, yeah. I'm Toby Cottrell. Mm. So, I'm a jeweller and silversmith. Mm. So, I'm inspired by
5: insects, natural history, beetles. And um, so I put that together with love of making, really. And Mm. these little articulated creations.
1: Yes. So, yes, rings, earrings, I can see. Uh, Are they brooches?
5: Yeah, Uh, and I've got some larger sort of one-off pieces out in the display cabinet out there as well. Oh, Um, oh. Which are, yeah, bigger sort of beetles, life-size
1: scarab beetles. So, why insects?
5: I grew up on a farm in West Wales. Oh, Um, whereabouts? So, it was um, near the coast, near Arbreron. Oh, right. So, about halfway down on the coast. And, yeah, I think, you know, didn't have a TV, just spent all the childhood exploring outside, really. So, it's definitely kind of forms and, you know, images, Mm. memories that... It just makes me me, I think, you know? Yeah, so personal. Absolutely. You know, kind,
1: of, kind of things. Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. I'm just, uh, I was brought up in some sort of massive council estates in Liverpool. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's, that's uh, not, yeah, yeah, diff- different. Insects were sort of seen differently. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Seems invaders of your home as yeah, much as yeah, anyone else. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, so it's, it's, really it's interesting. I just want to say this is really what this podcast is about mm. how different. Interesting people are in their, in their mm. different ways. Mm. So how long have you been in the studio
5: here? I've been in Northlight for three years. Mm-hmm. So I worked from home before that.
1: Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
5: But I've been making for about 20 years.
1: Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. what got you from West Wales to Hebden Bridge and okay. the Valley?
5: Mm. I gradually moved north, went to Stokes for university and then lived in Manchester for a while. Knew people in Hebden and we'd come and visit. And just loved it, and then we sort of had a choice about whether moving to Manchester City Centre or, you know, up here, and it was a no-brainer, especially because he used to live in the countryside. It, it's, it's the beautiful, typical, beautiful. it's the
1: typical Hebden Bridge story, the, the or valley story. The mm. more I talk to people for these podcasts, the more people say, "Well, he came once or mm. twice. <laughs> Some friends mm. introduced us to yeah. it. Yeah, that's how we got to be here." There was that was Manchester Polytechnic at the oh, time, yeah, yeah. and. Uh, came for a residential weekend, I think to the Birchcliffe Center mm. and came mm-hmm, home and mm-hmm. said, "We need to move to Hebden bridge <laughs> uh, it's um, beautiful yeah
5: it's a beautiful place, and you know sort of go fell running so just explore there's so much to explore mm. around and the history, the yeah. industrial side, you know the nature, the the moors. yeah you know could you give me on the tops in mm-hmm. in a mile
1: Yes, you know, yes, well, fine, we're just uh, yeah. uh, moving down up or down the valley, can't remember, it must be up the valley to Todmodden. It's so technically, but it feels like it's down. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I won't tell the people that Todd you said that. Well, it's down that way, but yeah. Because yeah, so so that's but, up the hill though, isn't it? Yeah. Upper, but yeah. this is upper. Yeah. But the, the point the, is, the, it's yeah, just it's down. really looking forward to exploring the hills, oh, yeah. the hills <laughs> around there, it's right on the edge of, of the town, just where sort of... The buildings meet the countryside. It's just, That's a good spot. It is. It's a great yeah, place. Yeah. All right. OK, I shall wander off and talk to other people. Well, thanks a lot, Toby. A lot. <laughs> good to see you again. <laughs> I'm looking at Rue Waterhouse Art, um, which seems to be very much based on books and Hempton Bridge. So, Rue, tell us <laughs> what what you do exactly.
4: Well, I mostly paint shelves of books. Uh, It started off, I paint with oil paints and I was painting paintings of um, the clutter we collect around us in our houses and Mm -hmm. thinking about how all the objects hold on to different parts of our story and that led on to thinking about bookshelves and how every book on our bookshelves leads to a different part of our own life story. Mm. And I started painting shelves of books and people asked me to paint them Bespoke paintings of their most treasured books together on a shelf. So you getting Becoming commissions to do yeah. that. Oh. So they become shelf portraits,
1: right? So
4: <laughs> you can see people's lives unfolding across the canvas, and it's it's uh, it's a fabulous thing to do. I love my job.
1: You've got <laughs> you've you know, you've got me thinking now, because uh, um, we're about to move from Hebden to Todmorden, oh
4: yeah,
1: and to a smaller place. So I might have to get rid of some books i have got this whole bookcase full of biographies and autobiographies of musicians. Would you? Believe? Oh
4: wow, that would make a good shelf portrait. Yeah, yeah, All right. that would be interesting. Tell, Ta-
1: yeah. I, I might have a think about that before we actually move. Yeah, come back and yeah. talk to you about that.
4: Yeah, I'd be, certainly be interested in coming and photographing them anyway. Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh yeah. well, we certainly for we'd future do that. inspiration.
4: Yeah, well, almost, you can uh, definitely
1: uh, do that anyway. I'm
4: always uh, inviting myself round to people's houses to who sound like they have interesting book collections.
1: And, uh, <laughs> oh well, well, before we go, I'll leave you phone number Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm, I'm sure we're going to have to get rid of something we've already started discussing, you know, I've already said no we're not getting rid of all those yeah, yeah, and she just yeah. give me a look, which means we probably will <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, right, because so and i have seen some of yours um very much Hebden bridge based something I, I did do a collaboration
4: there. with the um the bookcase mm-hmm. on Market Street, and um, we set it, up yeah. a, a shelf together that had Hebden bridge authors and Hebden Bridge some other you know themed walking cycling mm-hmm. those sort of themes yeah uh, and build up a Hebden Bridge shelf and uh, one of the books is, is the uh, Valley of a Hundred Chapels
1: oh right
4: and uh, I, we were thinking as, as we built up the shelf that Hebden Bridge hmm. is no longer the Valley of a Hundred Chapels it's now the Valley of a Hundred Authors <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, yes it does seem to be And so the well, uh,
4: still... painting was celebrated yeah actually
1: the friends we've got staying with us at the moment I'm just astonished at how many former Baptist chapels there are Oh the right, town. Yeah, yeah. Is it just it few, we've all just walked past two and we haven't even got down into the town centre yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so that's a, really, I mean, that's a really good idea. Um, there are people here. I'll let you try and sell them stuff.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Thank
1: you very much. Nice to talk with you. Thanks, thanks, Ru. Uh, having looked around North Light... Um, we went out into what was that at that point great sunshine, although it's a bit of a mixed oh, weekend weather-wise, really, yeah. wasn't it?
0: There were some people singing underneath North Light. Like when or was that the Maker's Mill? Um, the stairs going up, and there was a f- mm. people singing and playing instruments at the bottom. And part at first I thought, oh God, lucky they're there because it's pouring down. But mm. then. It was bright
1: sunshine. Mm, yes, so. one of those things. Anyway, just across the road, um, we saw an sort of open studio sign outside a house, and lo and behold, it was Rebecca Fossard's house. So we <laughs> went in, uh, said hello to her, and noticed that she did these uh, amazing... Images um, mainly blue um, with white silhouettes of flowers. I think mostly. Wasn't yeah,
0: it? she makes them in the dark. It was all a very strange Oof. procedure, yes. but fascinating. Yes.
1: Yeah. So anyway, um, we had a chat with Rebecca. Uh, first of all, this, this is her explaining what the process is. It's called cyanotype. Mm-hmm. And uh, So here she is, Rebecca.
6: So the cyanotype. Process is a, a very sort of primitive form of photography. You mix together potassium ferricyanide and ferric ammonium citrate, um, and then you coat that uh, that mix onto watercolor paper in the dark. Can't have any UV light on it because it's a light sensitive solution. And you coat the paper in the shape of the blue that you want as the contrast to the areas you're going to cover up. Um, you let it dry in the dark, you store it in the dark you take your botanicals or whatever you want to make the the contrast with and place them over the top of the coated paper in the dark and uh, use bulldog clips and a piece of glass to hold all of that in place bring it to the sunlight, expose it in the sunlight usually five minutes is enough on a bright summer's day and take it back down to the dark, deconstruct it so you've just got your paper and you wash it in cold water and that fixes the chemicals so it brings the um, blues into into being and puts the white contrast there for everything that's been covered up
1: by the plants.
6: The washing process is about 15 minutes but all the magic happens in the first minute in terms of the colour reversal.
1: Uh, and where are you washing them in? Water. Oh. So
6: you can do a magic trick and you can put peroxide in for it to mm. pink and change colour more rapidly. But I like to do it as organically as possible. So I don't like to put stuff down the drain. Mm. That's mm-hmm. too. So mm. I, I, other people use light boxes. I only use it on a sunny day. Other people might put chemicals in the processing to, to make the blue ping more or to make it happen faster. And I like to just know that there's so little chemicals in the water after the washing. What I'm putting down the drain is not... Yeah. impacting you know do so you know this. Lizzie
0: Lockhart yes I yeah. do she's so got a place in the egg factory hasn't she yes. yeah. uh-huh. yeah. or
6: yeah so last year Hebden Bridge Arts which is what I work for now yeah mm. mm. have flyer alright
0: <laughs> thank
6: you oh, yeah. Hebden Bridge Arts um, ran a kids workshop where the kids went forage he's things a... took photographs mm. and the things they foraged they made cyanotypes from my, my little lad went and he was seven at the time and I watched from afar and I thought I bet I could learn how to do that. I really he really enjoyed the process. Lizzie was mm. brilliant. She really got the best out of the children. Yeah. And she did the magic stuff in the garden where she plopped the cyanide, the uh, peroxide in the water and it, it really pinged. Oh. And um, well, kids would like that. Yes, the ma- it, it just, was literally the magic instant. of yeah. was white and blue paper. She was using ready-made paper that she'd bought for ease mm. that's quite thin, almost like tissue paper. And she said she said to me afterwards, she said if you know if I was doing this with adults I'd probably teach them how to make the mix and mm. how to paint it on. That was last April of 2022, and the thought sat there. And after Christmas, when I was making my New Year's resolutions, I was like, I'm going so- I, ma- I started making the necklaces last year. Yeah. And this year in January, I thought, I'm gonna work out that out for myself. I'm gonna see if I can do that. And the ones in January and February were a bit rubbish. <laughs> 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 they're over there, they're really cheap. Um, and then as it's the sun got brighter <laughs> and I got better. Uh, and then uh, I did a couple of craft markets last month, and I had some cards printed for that. So there's reproduction cards that are kind of, you know, more affordable on the on the bookshelf here. Anything, yeah. anything with a brown envelope is a copy.
0: Yeah. And anything else anywhere in the room is original. But it's amazing so. that you only found out how to do it last mm-hmm. April. And yeah, there.
6: and I only yeah. tried doing it really in sort of six months ago. Yeah. And then I found it very addictive because I can do all the prep after the kids have gone to bed. I have to do all the prep in the dark. And then before the kids get up, everything's dried enough for me to pack it away before the sunlight creeps into the cellar a little bit because we've got air bricks. Yeah. And then it's the kind of thing you can do with an hour. You know, I can do a couple of prints in an hour. Um, mm. So it's one of those things that when I was working at home, if I would decided I was having a lunch break, I'd be like, "Great!" What? What? <laughs> and I'd cut some geranium, and I'd. So sometimes I use fresh flowers, but more often I try and find things and press them, which takes two to three weeks.
1: Mm. But occasionally
6: I've done like clematis, and I've just cut it out of my garden, or, or the geranium, or, or the yeah. weeds. I've
0: done, you know, yeah. d- dandelions.
1: There's no shortage of weeds around in the bus. I love it. I yeah.
0: love it. Yeah. And is that? Um, it looks like. Honesty. It's honesty, is it? I so I did a so, yeah. I did a Christmas wreath last year like, that I put lots yeah. of honesty yeah, in,
6: and that's it was. It's, it's the honesty that I've not thrown away from the they're Christmas like wreath. Kind of mm.
0: Yeah, I also have yeah, pods we used to have it in, in the garden. It's really
6: distinctive. Yeah, so this is just a loose. It's not a proper filing system. Some of them, mm. some of them, I can have overlapping because they are dried, dried, and others I have to have on separate pages so that they. So I just I've got a couple of these albums. I've got flowers in. Some of them don't wear very well, and after you've done a few,
0: a few goes with them, you've to you've to get rid. It's got some heather. Yeah, because it. it it's almost like paper, isn't it? The uh, the plant itself. Yeah, it's but, you know,
6: it's, tra- it's the translucency is what makes it so interesting to yeah, use. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then in here I've got some of the. Some plants I don't even know the names of because I'm not botanically trained. Mm. These are from walks.
0: Mm. But it's nice really like how it's all overlaps, isn't
6: it? Mm. Yeah. Oh, that's
0: lovely. Oh, that's gorgeous. Mm. And they some that in. one. Yes, yes,
6: that is exactly <laughs> that one. Yeah. And they're quite fragile, so you, like you won't to, get Would you like
1: to sell us this one?
6: Oh, thank you very much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God, you. <laughs> we've got a would sale. Thank you. Would like a bag? Oh. Thank you very much. Oh, I think, Maybe. yeah, a bag. You would, yeah? Mm.
1: Sure, let me go and find the right size one. We'll go outside and drag somebody else in to buy more (laughs) stuff from you. So that was just a very, very brief introduction to art in uh, Calder Valley. Happy Valley, as we like to call it. Uh, And we only visited, was it about three out of 86 (laughs) (laughs) studios and venues? Yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, Yeah, there were a lot more the other end of, excuse me, the other end of town. But, uh, yes, it was amazing.
1: Yes, and it's not difficult to find art in the Calder Valley.
0: No, all year round. I mean, this just happened to be the open studios, but all year round there's art to be found.
1: Absolutely. And if you look on our Facebook page... Real Voices of Happy Valley. Uh, you will see some of the websites of some of the people we've spoken to and Northlight Studios, and perhaps we'll throw in one or two more. And it is worth saying that Rebecca Fozard is such an interesting character. I think we'll try and catch up with her and have a more detailed chat with her. Yeah. So yeah, she, we used
0: to know her when she was... Did she manage the picture house? She did, mm, she did. a long time so ago. She's,
1: she's quite a, an important part of the arts scene. More of her in the future. Hope you've enjoyed this podcast. So this is Dave. And Viv. Saying goodbye, speak soon. Yes.
0: Yeah, see you soon.